It's time to go inside the front office of the Athletics with the general manager of the A's, David Forst. Here now is the David Forst Show with Chris Townsend. Well, if we're having the first show, we got to bring in the big guns for the very first show of the season as uh, the A's are going to be playing here in two hours. It is time for the general manager show. David, how are you? Good. Tony, how you doing? Well, as I said, you know, if we're going to have the, you know, the first show, we got to bring in the big guns. You're, you're our Ricky Henderson leading us off for the season. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know that I can fill those shoes, but, uh, but I am looking forward to your, uh, your spring training uh, roundups on all the other camps so I can find out what, what's going on out there. So I'll tune in for those. Well, I'll tell you what, you know, we were just down at your camp and I, there were some exciting things. And, you know, when I look at the last two days, I mean, obviously it's just two spring training games. We know this team is going to be better than it was last year. Just for you guys in the front office, what have you liked so far that you've seen in the first two games? Well, a lot, really. I mean, there, there's so much about watching spring training games that you have to be careful about and, and not making evaluations and decisions and not taking too much, you know, from the narrative. But um, but look, there's a couple things that, that absolutely stand out and a couple things that you really want to see this time of year. Um, first of all, winning is better than losing. That's always <laughs> that's always the case. I, it doesn't mean anything. Um but it sure beats losing. So I, I'm happy the guys have enjoyed themselves the first two days. Um, but you look at some of the individual performances and some of the contributors and, and you know, a lot was made of the first, the first game of the six run inning. And you see guys like Clark and Butler and Geloff and Soderstrom all contributing. And that's, that's really good to see. A, because obviously there's a lot written about those players and their future here in Oakland, but also anytime a young guy can sort of get uh, get his his feet underneath him, get a hit early on, it allows him really to relax and and sort of let his talent play the rest of camp. So that's exciting to see. Um, you move to game two. And similarly with a guy like Ryan Noda, who gets a hold of the one, hits the homer out to center field and a guy who just inherently in the rule five position, there's so much pressure on a player like that. He knows this is his opportunity. He knows he has to stick with the team in order to be in the big leagues. So to see Noda take a swing like that, get a homer, and then all of a sudden feel more comfortable for the rest of the month is really nice. Um, and I think the big story out of yesterday was Kyle Muller for sure. And the way, the way he performed and the swings and misses, the strike throwing, just the overall performance was really, really good to see on day two. Yeah, you mentioned the two guys that really stood out to us uh, before these games started, and we were bringing all the information to A's fans. And we'll start with Muller. Muller was basically told us on the show, I'm done with the minor leagues. I I'm here to stay. I'm a guy that should be in a big league rotation. I love that kind of confidence. That's the kind of confidence this ball club needs. I mean, when, when you when you brought him over, did you know you were getting a guy that's this confident? And according to him, he's here to stay. <laughs> I, I love the confidence too. And I can tell you my, my first phone call with Kyle right after we made the trade, that that came through the phone. Uh, a guy who, like you said, feels like he's done everything he needs to do in the minor leagues. 
and and all he needs is the opportunity and uh, shoot just give him the ball and and he'll take advantage of it and i think i certainly think being paired up with shay probably made him feel that much more that much more comfortable yesterday it was something uh he and i talked about in that first phone conversation um because i just you know sort of casually asked him like you know who you know who do you know over here how can we make you feel comfortable and he's like hey i've pitched to shay that's all i need so uh, that doesn't surprise me that that was what he brought to your show when he was on the air. You know, we were excited in San Diego at the end of the winter meetings when the Rule 5 draft happened, and we heard about Noda, and you're like, this is really interesting because a lot of people believe in him, but it's just, you know, when you're the future first baseman and then all of a sudden they go out and sign a big-time free agent, one of the best players in the game, Freddie Freeman, you're blocked. It's just how the game works. So when we got to talk to him down there at Ho-Ho Cam, you talk about confidence. You talk about a kid that is, is ready for his shot. I was really excited after we had him on the show and then after the first two games, now really excited. You might have something really special here. Talk about this first baseman and what you saw and why you took him in the Rule 5 draft. Yeah, he, he's brought his own confidence here, to be honest. He has not been shy. He'll talk to anyone who's standing around him in the cage, in the clubhouse. He's he's excited to be here. And and I said at the time in, in San Diego when we made the pick, uh, there's a combination of power and plate discipline here that we really believe plays in the big leagues. And, and he just needs that opportunity. And, yeah, you, you're right. He was blocked in a, in a really good system and a really good organization with the Dodgers. And there's a long history of Rule 5 picks who just needed that opportunity. So hopefully this is, this is what Ryan needs and what worked out for him. Uh, he also made a heck of a play at first base yesterday. I, I don't know if that came through on the, on the radio broadcast, but tough hop. He made the right decision, came through the ball, and, and he came with really good reputation defensively. So that was nice to see. He said to us off the air, he goes, I can play gold glove defense. I was like, right on, <laughs> right on. I mean, I love, I love, there's a, for me, there was a difference last year to this year. I asked Mark Kotze, I'll ask you, what's the difference last year's camp and early this year's camp? Look, it, we were on our heels last year. It just, it was unfortunate, the timing of everything. We, we went through such a strange offseason with the lockout, not being able to talk. We, we named a manager who wasn't allowed to talk to any of his players until they basically they got here. Um, so we were on our heels, kind of, you know, the, the analogy, I guess you're playing defense and then obviously making those trades right out of the lockout, right when you arrive in camp. Uh, I mean, Kotz is... Kotz's office was the paint was still wet when we traded Matt Olson last year. And, um, and, you know, look, I, I think there's just a different feel. We had a full off season where we made additions really for the first time in a couple of years, we went out, we signed some free agents. We made some trades, obviously, you know, you move a player like Sean Murphy out. You don't want to skip over that, but we brought in guys who we really think are going to be here. You've seen Muller, you've seen Ruiz. Um, and, and you're just, you're sort of, you have more control over the situation. And I think these guys can feel it. And, and I'm not surprised to hear that a lot of them have come in confident because there's a really good opportunity ahead of them. How much more athletic is this team? I, I mean, obviously when you, you mention Ruiz, it, it takes it up an, another notch, but then you, you look at some of the young, the young players, 
um, in Geloff and Denzel and Butler and see the athleticism they bring. I mean, I was I was in Lansing last year when Denzel hit one of his uh, inside the park homers, and you cannot help but be taken in by the way this guy moves around the field. Um, and you saw Lawrence swing the bat in the first game. I mean, these these guys are young. They they have some cockiness about them. Uh, they're not afraid, which is really what you want to see when they get to big league camp. You know, you came off that road trip and you were on the show and we were asking you, like, you know, what are the new rules like in the minor leagues? Because I know you went to a couple levels down there. I think you went to Midland, too. And you said, wow, it's it's eye-opening how the game is different, how fast the game is. Uh, you know, after the first couple days, game started on Friday. Obviously, the A's were Saturday and Sunday. You're just seeing a dramatic change in pace, a dramatic change in time. So I know it's super early, but how do you feel about it? I, I'm excited about it. I, I think fans are going to love it. Uh, I mean, we've had two kind of normal time games, 3.06 on Saturday, I think, just under three yesterday. But if you look at that game on, on Saturday, first, first spring training game, I, I, were there 17 walks? I, I don't know. I mean, 20-something hits, 17 walks. That game typically clocks in at like four and a half hours, the first day of spring training. Uh, so to get out of there in 306 was uh, was a nice surprise. I, I think I think you're seeing positive reviews across the game. Obviously, there are players. It's going to take a little longer to adjust. Um, but, you know, like you said, I, I came back from from Lansing. I saw Midland play in Tulsa last year. I had seen it the year before at a Stockton game in San Jose. Um, there's just there's no dead time, not no dead time. There's just so much less dead time and there's so much more action. You see the pitcher get the ball. It's, it's been a lot easier to watch and I think it's going to be great. Last night I was up watching a replay. We were working on stuff and I was watching a replay of the Mets and the Nats from Florida. And it was amazing how many just ground ball hits I saw in this one spring training game. And Ron Darling, who is on MLB Network but also does the Mets games, was talking about it like, wow, this is kind of something we haven't seen in a few years. Uh, ground ball base hits, kind of going to be back in vogue. Yeah, I mean, I think we'll, we'll have to wait to the season to see the real effect. I mean, right now, obviously, you're not doing much positioning at all in spring training. You've got, you know, you've got a lot of young players, a lot of prospects who you don't have – the full data on and you're, you're just worried about getting guys out there. So they'll, you know, there'll be more positioning come, come the season. Obviously uh, it won't match up to what we've shifted the last couple of years, but yeah, I mean, you hit the ball hard on the ground. Now it's got a real chance to get through. You know, when I think about competition, everybody likes to talk about competition. Everybody says there's competition in camp, but I got that sense there is a lot of competition. I think you got competition. I mean, if Kevin Smith keeps hitting like he did at the end of last year, I know what you want at the beginning of the year, but the end of last year, if he hits in camp, I think there could seem to be tough calls, but isn't that a great thing that we're looking at competition for the starting five of your staff, outfield, infield? Talk about how there truly is competition going on right now. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, it goes, you know, both position players and pitchers. I think there are decisions that that still are yet to be made over the next 30 plus days. So I think that's healthy. I think, you know, we, we sort of hesitate to really make long term decisions during the spring. We talk about, you know, making decisions that aren't necessarily irreversible. Um, but there are definitely roster spots up for grabs here, and, and guys know that. They can do the math. They all sit in the clubhouse while they're playing cards, and they look around and see, okay, there's 
13 position players, 13 pitchers, like where do I fit? Um, and, and the guys who can handle it, I think, can go out and excel over the next month. You know, we were listening to Buster Olney's podcast, and he had A.J. Preller on, and A.J. Preller obviously and the Padres have made a lot of news, but the news that he made was talking about these pickup spring training basketball <laughs> games, and you're wondering why the A's have certain relationships with certain teams, and he's mentioning the guys who are playing in these games, and all of a sudden, bang, your name pops up. You've been playing hoops with these certain GMs. Please tell me you were mopping up on these guys. <laughs> uh, well, AJ's a pretty good player and still still plays, from what I understand, just about every morning now. So no one no one mops up on AJ, I can say that. But, yeah, I mean, I when when we were all a little bit younger, Chris, uh, we would be out there playing hoops. I, I don't know that my back could handle it anymore, but <laughs> there was a good group out there for, you know, five, ten years. But actually, when Bobby Evans was, was – with the Giants, he was kind of in charge of finding the gym down here, and AJ was in that game. Thad Levine was with the Twins now. Farhan played. A bunch of writers got in those games. That was a lot of fun. It was something I looked forward to. Spring training. Uh, like I said, we're all we're all a little older now and not quite uh, 25 years old anymore pounding on the the court but that those were those were times that you built relationships and you you know you got to to see guys away from sort of the office and it, it goes a long way in terms of how you deal with with uh, other teams down the road no doubt it's a relationship business and you get to know these guys uh, it definitely it did. i I will say, just because AJ brought my name up, if you ended up in a game with Preller and Tim Kirkjian, you better hope there were two basketballs because you weren't you weren't going to see one between those two guys. <laughs> it, it was a shoot first, pass later league. It kind of was, yes. A but to, I mean, to, I, to Tim's credit, he was probably you know. 15 years older than anybody else on the court and he he mopped up when he was out there he could really shoot yeah it's great because when you see tim kirchin he is so small he's a tiny guy but everybody talks about ball handling skills and he can shoot 100 percent. and you it's go all true you go it's tim all true. Kirchin, he can do it all kim turgeon he can really play it was, it's shocking yep let's end on this we got to see it fitch with your son and you know, at times like this, before the true heat of the battle and, and where this game just, it consumes you, but the games haven't started yet. The wins, the losses don't stick with you like they do during the regular season. Just how important is it for you, your family, to enjoy this time, get these experience with the kids, let them see what dad does, and, and enjoy spring training before we start during the regular season? Yeah, I appreciate you bringing it up. I I had the kids here the entire week. They were off of school, and uh, this is absolutely the best best time of year for me. Uh, and my kids are right now the perfect age. My son's twelve. My daughter's nine. They love being out here. They love going out in the backfield and and running around and hitting. And then my son got to bat boy the game against the Diamondbacks the yeah. other day. So it's it it is a, a really perfect time. It, it makes you really appreciate what we do what we have access to and the kids getting to be around so uh the lack of yeah the the lack of stress this time of year is is very welcome and it's really it's nice to have the family around well great stuff as always be well we'll talk to you soon all right thanks chris david force the general manager of the oakland athletics this has been a presentation of the oakland athletics 